kind of anti-dramatic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Good Guy Show. I'm Tony. He's Jeremy. <laughs> welcome to another half hour of anticlimactic <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I mean, okay, Tony. Okay, Tony. Do you know what this is? This piece is called Vivid Light. Okay. Tony. I know I know you love how things are just um silly. Yeah. But silly. Also, um Guess idiot. guess who's the artist what the artist's name is? Uh Vivid Light? No. Nope. I have no idea. That's the name of the song. I know. Took. Took, get out of here. <laughs> so last episode we talked about Tooks a little bit and how stupid it is that you wear one in the summertime and you just look cool. I was trying to find a scientific uh, uh connection to be like, you know, like a, a scientific uh sort of thing like, yeah, if you wear a hot toque, it's like it's like keeps you cool. But uh, unless you're used to the heat, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just wearing a hat, especially a heavy hat like that, keeps the heat in your body. So to wear one during the summer does not make sense. But you know, you know. Who? But who are we, Tony? Who are we? We're the gooder guys. We are the gooder guys. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Gooder Guys. Um, like Tony said, he's Tony. I'm Jeremy. And uh, today we're we're gonna we're gonna try and focus a little bit more on art. I think we're gonna try. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna give it a go. Um, we've been uh, I've been really excited about this rabbit hole of Dali um, talking about like uh, his his bodies of work. Uh, you have the uh, persistence of memory, which is the melting clocks. You did that in 1931, Tony. So you born in 1904. And let's not forget that Salvador Dali was the second coming. To his parents, his initial uh, right. he, brother, he had nine a brother months... who died when he was nine months old, right. right? Who was named Salvatore Dali. That's right. So, and you know, like and like as as mothers would do, you just you know, you don't, you, it's it's sad. It's probably sad to lose a child so young. So you just uh, relive it, and you know, what does the husband care? He's working. You know, he's not. He's, he's not. He doesn't have Facebook. Just he's, reuse the name. That's fine. You know, whatever makes you happy, babe. I'm sure those exact words <laughs> that was used. Uh, hey, babe, listen, uh, you're my you're my number one. You're my you're my ride or die. You go ahead and you do whatever the fuck you want, babe. Oh, we're gonna put them in the same clothes. Oh, oh, no, that's great. No, that's that's not that's fine. That's normal. It's that's not cool. creepy at all. No, that's cool. Oh, um, he's the reincarnation of our dead baby. Oh yeah, sure, cool, great. Um, I, I love you. By the, can we have sex later? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> by the way, your antipastas. Uh, uh. So, anyways, yo, yeah. So all these artists back in the day, man. Like, uh, so thirty. So what would you? What, what was the Matthew came up with? 27, 27, 27 years 27. old. So young guys. So he would have graduated college and would have started doing stuff. That's that's not too crazy. It's not a. I mean, to come out of the gate with that piece that he's like most famous for is uh not too shabby but then also we talk about how he's famous for also the um, andalusian dog which i the the shandalu which still fucking blows my mind man you know the fact that uh 
back then when when was the chandelier let me let me see here um and the fact that like instead of that jump thing he wanted to blow up a duck instead of yeah. like instead, instead of, of uh, uh philippe Hall throwing the cats which was a, which a, i mean how fortunate how fortunate are you just to be so fucking cool to like hang out with great people i mean philip Halsman. Halsman, I believe. Halsman, right? Yep. Yeah, I believe that. He, you know, the most Life uh, covers. Yep. Is Life magazine still around? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it should be. No. Imagine one... how many ducks they would have had to blow up to get the picture right. Yeah, Dolly's like, no, this this was not the right uh, this was not the right to uh, blow the up. The shadows full funny. I do not like the other feathers on this one blue. Um, Let's see here. So, the 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 yeah, he did sculptures and shit. Edward James, uh, lobster, lobster telephone. <laughs> oh man, let's. Look, I'm gonna look up the lobster telephone real quick. So yeah, he did. He did do a thing, uh, also known for the uh, lobster telephone. He did that in 1936 for the English poet Edward James, who uh, died in '84, and a leading collector of surrealist art. So you know, he did these weird shit for people. Man, that's just a lobster on top of a telephone. Tony, you watch your fucking mouth. But that's all it is. It's not even like the lobster is the receiver. Right. It's the lobster is just sitting on top of a telephone. Well, Tony, the work is a composite of an ordinary working telephone and a lobster made of plaster. It is approximately 15 by 30 by 17. Uh, the classic example of surrealistic object made... From the conjunction of items not normally associated with each other, resulting in something both playful and menacing. Listen, Tony, yours. Listen, dude, you have to like remove yourself from knowing all the shit. You've seen so many. Do all these? I've seen some crazy shit. All these cartoonists and all these people doing comics and stuff. They're all. They've all been subject to the surrealistic movement, to impressionism, to Dadaism. Dude, all these things have already fucking happened. I know. And now people are just like like living off of that stuff and it being aware. It pisses me off that I couldn't take a plastic lobster, sit it on top of a phone, That's plaster. and say, there's a piece of artwork. Someone, someone, someone carved that. That's plaster, apparently. So, you know. You think he made that lobster out of plaster, or did he buy it? Okay. So, uh, for 19, 1939 New York World's Fair, Dali created multimedia experience entitled Dreams of Venus, which consisted in part of dressing live nude models in costumes costumes made of... Then they weren't nude. Well, made of fresh seafood. <laughs> An event photographed by Horace P. Horst. Oh, let's look at that guy up later. And George Platt Lean. Uh, a lobster was used by the artist to cover the female sexual organs of his models. Dali drew a close analogy uh, between food and sex in lobster telephone the crustacean's tail where its sexual parts are located and placed directly over the mouthpiece so we dude we are so bitter and jaded living this because you know how we discovered porn tony how under under my mother's be bed really under yeah. your mother's bed or your father's bed? under my mother's bed really and it was books of words. It was books of stories. Okay. So yeah. so erotic literature. Yeah. And there's a few photos of like naked chicks and stuff. But, you know, it was like story stuff, you know? So it's like that's, you know, women are, I'm going to say, you know, they're, 
sexually, I Women think they're sexual beings as well as but men. but but more of like if you like use words and ideas, you know, and perpetuate, you know, you could be like a, you could just be like an ugly fucking guy. But if you have a fucking charm about you and you have a you have an essence and you you can like uh, you know uh, they can charm charm them charm them ladies, you know, or just whatever, just be you know be be honest, be real about how beautiful they are and. You know, talk about can't do that anymore. Well, if you're in a relationship, you can't, Tony. Apparently, uh, apparently, if you apparently if you have, uh, could, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So here's what you have to do: you have to you have to be in a relationship with someone that trusts you and then lets you fuck up. That's what has to happen. Okay, yeah. then you can tell them that they're beautiful, but you can't just tell a woman she's beautiful now. Well, that's sexual harassment, dude. I was at I was at a restaurant the other day, and there was an old gentleman and a lovely waitress. And uh, this man stopped this girl, and he goes, "Hey, can I tell you something? Uh, I may be old, but you're just—I'm not blind, and you are beautiful. Like, really, bro? What's really—is that? I get old people can still get away with it, but it's not—it's not, it's not hey, supposed what, to be. Acceptable. What's what's gonna happen? I mean, the guy's poor. <gasps> hey, lady, you're, yeah. you may be old, but I'm not blind." You got some great tatas. I well, that wasn't said, but I, but, but thank you. I know I've got tatas. Um, <sighs> this is the beauty. This is the beauty of Dali, dude. Is that the fact that he was, he could back all his all of his bullshit up with fucking amazing paintings. You know, he could take. He could take he could take this lobster idea, you know, of yeah. the telephone, which which you know you've you've uh, goffed at. Yes, I'm still gonna goff at it. Well, I don't care how accomplished Dolly is. I'm goffing at the lobster telephone. Tony, this is done in 1936. I still, you know what? Fuck you. When was the telephone invented? Telephone. Graham Bell, Canadian. Our Canadian invented the telephone. Go ahead, Tony. Tell us about the telephone. I don't know anything about telephone. What did you do with the telephone, Tony? You call your closest friends on the telephone. Reach out, reach out, and touch someone <laughs> on telephone. <laughs> uh, Good. Te- get the typing. All right, fine. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> Telephone invention, Alexander Graham Bell. Uh, so he's often credited. So this is eighteen June of eighteen seventy five. So the telephone was around for quite a while for him to lampoon it like that. Yeah, but dude, can we be honest though? It was like still it was like yeah, yeah, you had a thing in front of you, and then you had a thing to your ear, and I was like, I'm yeah, just, see? and like, give me Graham Norton fifteen. <laughs> but 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 also like you you call and you're like uh you know it was a party line everyone in the building or in the neighborhood had the uh Deidre can you get off the phone I gotta call my grandmother I think she's dying <laughs> <laughs> or what you know it's like uh or you know you just drive to the death of I don't know um <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um man yeah who listen. So like he like what what was what was what was the first uh, sentence they ever said I think what was the first sentence that they someone ever... come here I need you he's got like something to his mouth this is very phallic uh, 
I was his was his assistant named Watson. Watson, come here. I need you. Um, it? it was uh, is Mooch Mooch Moosey. I thought Moochie. No, Antonio Moochie. No, no. All right, well, let's go here. Okay, Scottish-born inventor, scientist, and engineer who created inventing. This is Alexander Graham Bell. Can you imagine, like, just deciding that you're going to be an inventor? What the fuck are you doing in life that you're like, I'm, dude? He was born 1847, right? So, uh, to uh, so in 1900 he would have been, uh, 53, right? Right. And he lived till 1922, so that's another 22 years. Uh, 75. 75. Okay, so. Dude, this uh, I he looks all these people. Luckily, look he didn't live. Fuck. He didn't live long enough to see his phone be uh, bastardized by a lobster. Or how about the fact that now you can like also use it as a flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you would have told him, like, dude, listen, man, we're someday gonna that's going to fit your pocket. And you're going to use it as a flashlight and yeah. a camera. And also, I'm gonna look at some pretty weird porn, dude. He's <laughs> like, "Well, porn, what song?" Um, yeah, so he was English. He was a uh, Scot- uh, He was from Edinburgh, but then he ended up in Nova Scotia. And uh, holy shit, eh? Um, phenomena. Uh, a Phoenician. Uh, no, a. Fin- What's a oh phonetician? A phonetician and his mother Eliza Grace Bell, nay. Simone's. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 what was the word he said? Visual speech. Identify. I don't know. It does not, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really seeing. Oh, his house. He did work with a deaf. Deaf. That was always weird, eh? Like uh, to like say deaf and death. Like he's deaf. Why? Well, he's deaf, deaf, but he's also he had he has he he's deaf. Or he died of. It's like a very similar. Um, that's not true. Also, you know, the, yeah, the English language is very. Uh, there's so many similar things in. English. Okay, here we go. Oh. First, the first word said over the telephone. Ah, thank you. Were yeah, Mister Watson, come here. I want to see you. Sounds erotic. So I was close. So so basically, he was he was working on the first porn for the phone, is what he was doing. He was he was he was looking at he was working on the first video phone. Yeah, he come here. I want to see you. I want to see you. He was like he was he was he was was, yeah he was projecting way short of his of his expectations. But but he laid the groundwork. He was like, hey, here's how we're gonna do this, and. uh, we're gonna start with just the audio, but <laughs> at some point there'll be video. You you guys will figure it out. There's cartoonists out there; they'll draw it out. No big deal. Let's go. Come on. I mean, dude, the, the I I think I think the the porn Pornhub has just ruined a lot of shit. A lot of shit for a lot of people. You know, like you can see whatever you want now. Like even even like uh, normal people are like, yeah, like hey, we we fought we fuck good. Let's try this out. Let's let's tape it. And we'll and, and, and we'll <laughs> fucking put it on the Pornhub, and who knows? And you know, I can't imagine they're making any money though. Eh? Like it's it's a free it's thing. a free site, isn't? It? So how do you? I mean, how do you? Well, I think just like anything else, you can subscribe to it. So like, hey, like you can subscribe to YouTube. 
Oh, sure, for $10 you know, a month. Yeah, right. But you can use it for free also, so why would you subscribe? Well, to avoid commercials, I guess. Yes, get rid of the ads. But... I, I would not be interested. Um, <laughs> okay, well, so okay, so we got off, uh, we got off the... Uh, oh. We got away from the lobster telephone. Uh, Tony, I tell you what, 1936, before World War II, this was a thing that lobster telephone. This is probably what caused World War II. Well, you know, disagree to agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh, here's World War II. Um, oh, so, okay, so, dude, do you know World War II, the outbreak of World War II in September 1939, saw the Dalis in France? Following the German invasion, they were able to escape on the. So they were they were in France and they they were able to escape to Portugal. Uh, wow. I mean, can you imagine like having to pack your family up and just be like, "Hey, we gotta go." Yeah, like, it would suck. Like, uh, I mean, there's people like there to like for some political agenda, and they want to take over. There's some power it's not about the people at that point it's about power and it's about something and then like let's go let's go we got to change the way that this nation's thinking or blah blah blah. and uh let's you know it's it's uh it's 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 very it's kind of it's devastating actually yeah it is and uh i mean dude i feel for the the syrian people the the afghanis you know all i mean I mean, my father always used to say, though, he's like, I just leave them alone and let them bomb each other, which, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, Bruce, well, he had died of a heart attack. I wonder why. But, um, you know, it's just like, uh, I, I, yeah, would, it wouldn't be nice if just everybody just left everybody else alone. That would be great. However, now the internet exists and it's a world, uh, you know, sort of a world connected. Yeah, they can mock each other over the interwebs. <laughs> just mock. That's it. That's all you can do is just mock each other. But like, there's a rule you can't take each other seriously. Like, hey, like, ah. hey, what? You can tell a joke, but I can't tell a joke. <laughs> uh, like, what would the like, uh, like, oh, have you been to Afghanistan? Smells like a smells super weird over there. Or I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and then they would like retort, like, "Oh, well, at least, uh, um, you know, at least... at least we could drink the water, not like in Mexico." Yeah, or yeah, right, or um, you know, at least, uh, at least I can marry my sister. I, I don't know if that's true, but um... <sighs> so Dali, Dali, I, there, the, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much about Dali that, um, um. Man, we when we go off on a tangent. We really go off. On we a do, tangent, we do, don't we? we do, and it's just. Uh, I mean the the whole the the whole the the nineteenth painting of the slave market with disappearing bust of Voltaire, and you know that's such a, I mean, his work was so surrealistic, dude. You know, and the fact that the slave market, like he's talking about, he's talking about slavery, the slave market with the disappearing bust of Voltaire. Now Voltaire was um well voltaire was a uh was he was a french philosopher it was a uh it was a uh, creation of uh, uh francois marie uh uh Ar Arou, and uh known to plume voltaire so that's and he was he was in a french he was a, a philosopher right and uh 
criticism he had a lot of criticism on Christianity where you know Delhi also had a lot of Christ, criticism on like uh well I mean he, or he was pro dictatorship he's he lo- seemed to love the dictators that's yeah. why he was kicked out of the surrealistic movement you know how do you suppose a philosopher makes a living well, usually I think that the philosophers back then were like multi multitask. Like they would be mathematicians, they'd be professors, uh, they would be writers. Uh, but generally, from like looking at the garb of people, it, it seems like everyone kind of came from a thing. Like came from money. Well, because you're educated, right? Yeah. So you have an education. So, so you had you, to have money to get. So educated. you you came from a. Th- it's not. It's not like today. Like you just like grew up in like the 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 alleyways now there's like the internet and there's ways to there's there's ways to raise up and and to do things right now you know but back then there was you know it was like you came from money and you're a degenerate but you still would just push forward and you know you'd have weird i mean dude i'm sure you and i <laughs> back in <laughs> back in 1694 would have just ruled we, we would have been <laughs> You know, just drinking and and, and carousing and and coming up with uh, interesting uh, concepts and ideas and and uh, trying to disprove everything and you know and and uh, throwing a show and people would have us over. For... Thine gooder guys. <laughs> thine thine go. Oh, buenvenidos, thine go. Oh, you know. Um. But uh, man, it just uh, it just it just it just is very weird. Um, I mean, Dali was obviously very, very well versed. Um, you know, he used techniques so the double image. So when the ab- abnormal look and the normal look abnormal, he uses the technique so called double image when one form contains two or more images, right? So, like, um, you're familiar with that, that photograph that he sort of composed with the naked females but it made a skull right and then he would like you know they would he would paint stuff like that you know but he would also do stuff that in his paintings where it was like uh um you know multiple stuff uh you know i think the same thing was where he painted females to make a skull uh this painting per, uh, also so this piece is uh dude it's only 18 and a half inches by 26 so 46 centimeters by 66 centimeters not a big piece not, big not a big all. piece uh, and this is actually in his Salvador Museum in St. Petersburg, Florida. So, man, what? That's kind of it's kind of sad. Near the end of his life, you know, he was celebrated, but he really wasn't. Uh, he was, was Salvador Dali being genuine through his through his life. I mean, he was performing, he was making great art, he was putting on a show. But there's got to be a lot of sadness there, dude. Like you know, he's eventually brought on younger women, and Gala left him eventually because of the jealousy and all that stuff. Right. But just to just to not be able to live and be the person you are, and like you know, what if it was just a shy dude? This is once in a while just went on, and just like did, did, you know, shook his hips like Elvis, and you know, went back and painted something amazing. I mean, who 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 determines? Who determines uh, like the social norms? Is, is it like is it society or is it the person? Is the person trying to appease who they think that society wants them to be, or is it society being like you need to be this? I think it got to the point where he felt he needed to be this 
eccentric guy because that was who society saw him as. Well, but, but it was said that he felt comfortable doing like that's how he. Well, felt that's how he felt right? comfortable going out in the public. Um, and just the fact that he did the stuff with Disney. I mean, Disney was a friend of his, you know, and he did the whole movie, but it was too surrealistic to show. But you can actually see it now on YouTube. Um, look for Disney in Delhi. Um, it's a, the film's called Destino. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful. I've only seen half of it, but it's beautiful. Um, and uh, so much work. <laughs> Funny years in death. So, 1968, Dali bought a castle in Pubel for Gala, and from 1971, she would retreat there for weeks at a time. Dali, having agreed not to visit her <laughs> without her written permission. Can you imagine? You're married to the chick forever, and you bought her a castle, but you agree, like, listen, like, thanks for everything. I promise I won't visit unless I write you to, like, ask permission to visit. <laughs> That's messed up. Oh, well, you know. So uh, the Disney film that he did is called Destino? That's right, yeah. No, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful, it's beautiful, dude. Beautiful. I will, um, I will post a link on the Good Guy Facebook page. Oh, nice. Cool. Great. So Gala, Gala who is very, if you've heard past episodes, Gala, uh, Gala died in uh, 1982. Uh, and uh, 1980, I mean, Dali 76 was not doing well. Uh, <laughs> and here's the deal, man. <laughs> he was treated for depression, drug addiction, and a Parkinson's-like system, symptoms. So the fact that they say he did not do drugs to, you know, he was, he was, you know, there was allegations that Gala had been supplying Dali with uh, pharmaceuticals from her own prescriptions, you know, just to, you know, something to be happy, you know. Well, she could have been drugging him, maybe. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, well, like I said before, I think that, you know, Dali really didn't have a real clear con concept of reality. Um, you know, and uh, you just painted stuff, you know, you painted beautiful. Just check uh, 1988, uh, Dali entered the hospital with a heart failure. Yeah, okay. Uh, one Carlos confessed that he had always been a serious devotee of Dali. Dali gave the king a, a drawing head of Europa, and that would turn out to be. Dali's uh, funnel drawing. Can you imagine? I've been saying Dali the whole wrong the whole time. It's like it's Dali or it's like Dali or something. Oh, I think everybody knows it's Salvador Dali. Salvador, Salvador Dali. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we just do this is because you know you can also do this. You know you can also you can also do this stuff and. Uh, you can like research Dali, but we're just trying to like uh, evoke maybe something. If you care about art and you care about history, just go for it, eh? Just like uh, check it out, you know. And uh, you know, Tony's gonna tell you uh, if you want to like follow us and listen and all that stuff, and you know, yeah. follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Good Guys Radio. Email us at goodguysradio at gmail.com with any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. And when you're feeling sad, but you want to be glad, listen to the gooder guys. Peace. <laughs>